0: Radio Sport.
1: Very good evening and welcome once again to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard, taking you through until 6.30pm. I hope you've had a wonderful week so far, coming up tonight. In football, teams will be hoping to close the gap on men's Premier League leaders St. John's this weekend, whilst the latest games also take place across Division 2 and the combination leagues. FC Isle of Man will be hoping to put their recent run of poor form in the league behind them, as they turn their focus to cup competition when they host lower breath in the FA Vars. In Rugby, the Manx sides competing in the English leagues are in the spotlight with domestic competitions taking a break this time around. And in Hockey, the early battle for supremacy continues for the third week of the mixed season. That's all to come this evening. So on what's turning out to be a very pleasant uh, Friday evening here, we start with football tonight. Let's get right to it. And as ever, we're joined by Tony Meppham, who's across the desk from me. Tony, good evening to you. Good evening to you, Rob. Okay, let's jump straight into it. There was no no Friday football this week, Friday night football. I can't use the phrase properly, can I, this I know.
2: What it is, is uh, at the start of the season, uh, before the fixtures are released, we just check with the clubs. They have a rough idea what's coming up. And any clubs who would like to play on the Friday, um, we let them uh, do that. And it goes well. And if there's a good game, You know, like a first-team game, or even the Combi have been playing well for St John's. It gets a good crowd as well, while the weather's good. But once it gets uh, chilly, I think people prefer to stay in and uh, not strong enough to brave the cold.
1: Well, in the absence of Friday Night Football, let's take a look straight on to Saturday, where the bunch of fixtures are all kicking off at 2.30pm, with a couple of exceptions, which we'll come to. Well, we'll start off, and there are six games in the Canada Life Men's Premier League this weekend.
2: Yeah, it is, and uh, we're looking at uh, the Premier League and Div 2s now because uh, they've played, what, two, three games, so everyone's uh, starting to get uh, comfortable in it now. We know where it's sort of shaping up to go, but let's have a look at uh, the top one of the sheet, and that's Russian against Douglas Royal. Douglas Royal are surprised with their defeat last week against uh, St. John's, but, uh, you know, St. John's on top of the league for being uh, a duff team, so it just shows you that they've got strength in there. As we Russian, I know they've got players representing FC Isle of Man, but they had that last year, but last year they seemed to be able to, Cover it a little bit better this year. They had a bit of a blip at the start, but I think Care uh, Russian will start off as slight favourites. Peel against Union Mills. Uh, Union Mills, I watched them pre season, look good. Peel, I think results might be back from him holiday, so if he is, that makes them a little bit stronger. But you have to go for Peel to win that. Uh, Sir George against Air. Sir George has had a real patched up unit seven days ago. Against Air, they're looking a little bit stronger. They've got one or two <coughs> players back in, but Air. Nick Hurt, uh, the manager, playing at the back, I think, by the look of it. And with uh, him there, George Rawlinson, we've got Jamie Callister as well. Defensively, they should be strong enough, but they got to score the goal, so it'll be up to, uh, like, people like Jason Crane and also uh, his son as well. Uh, So I'm going to go for uh, St. George's just to win that. Laxey against uh, Ramsey. Watched Laxey last week, put in a good shift at the start against Corinthians, but uh, collapsed in the end and lost 6-1 as well with Ramsey. Uh, Going from strength to strength, a great 5-0 win against Geordie shows you where they are. Uh, all boys against Corinthians, there's still a little bit of a question mark on this one, Rob, because uh, we've lost a referee due to uh, illness and we're struggling to find someone else to do it. So if there's someone out there who's allowed to do it, who's a registered referee and just uh, not doing it this year, we'd like to hear from you. We'll get you in there and get you on that game. I'm um, around against uh, Oncom, one or two where the players. Not so well for Onken, a little bit of illness kicking around for them and I think uh, Moran will just uh, pip that one, but six interesting games.
1: And that last one there, Moran versus Onken, that's a 1pm kick-off as well, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it is. Onken uh, Stadium still being used for summer activities, so a double-header. Uh, the first team will kick off at one and the combination is uh, down for 330
1: Very well, let's move on. We've got five games down for the DPS Limited Division 2.
2: Yeah, Michael against uh, Jims should be a close battle. Uh, Michael United got a lot stronger uh, squad this year, so it's looking good. Jims as well, one or two players uh, missing, so um, it'll even it up. So I'm going to go for this one for a draw. Uh, St Mary's against Ramsey Youth Centre. This one kicks off at 1.45, kick-off at the bowl. I'm going to go for uh, St Mary's to take the points there. Uh, Castletown against uh, Governors Athletic. Don't know what happened in the last game for Castletown when they lost. But my word, they got a bit of a beating there by uh, Braddon. So uh, whether there's players missing, I'm not too sure. But against Governors, they should have enough to take uh, maximum points in that. Foxdale against Braddon. Take a note of that result last week uh, where they scored all those goals as well. So it could be a close game, but I think experience might just swing it towards Foxdale. And Douglas Athletic against uh, D&D. Douglas Athletic with just one team. I'm going to go for D&D to take the points in that.
1: OK, let's take a quick look then at the uh, combination leagues and we've got uh, five games as well in Canada Life. Combi one.
2: Yeah, Russian being tipped um, as one of the favourites in this uh, for this season and I'm going to go for Russian uh, to defeat Douglas Royal even though it is at Baller Fletcher. Uh, Union Mills against Peel. Peel are strong. I think Union Mills will find it difficult. Uh, so Peel to win. Uh, Ramsey against uh, Laxey. Laxey just at the start of the season, Rob. A, a few players missing players gone back to university but they've got some real quality about to turn 16 which will allow them to play then in senior football so I think they've just got to wait and be patient, we'll go for Ramsey to win, uh, Corinthians against uh, Douglas High School Old Boys could go anywhere this one, Old Boys had a free week the first game of the season but I'll stick my neck out for the home side, Corinthians to win and uh, Onken against uh, Moran, this is at Moran 3.30 kick-off, I'm going to go for Onken just to take the points in that
1: and then, rounding of things on Saturday, five games in DPS Limited Combi 2.
2: Yeah, and the first one we're looking at: uh, Jims against uh, Michael. I'm going to go for uh, Michael to uh, win. Uh, Douglas and District against Paul Rose. Uh, Douglas and District to win that one. Ramsay U Centre against St Mary's. I'll go for the away side to take the victory. Uh, Malou against uh, Colby. Now, Malou have played two, one, two. And uh, against a uh, Colby side, who again have got one or two uh, new players who have come in looking quite good. Uh, the Scoring goals, but uh, Malou, when you look at the goals that they've scored of late, what, six against the Marys last week, seven in their first game of the season, 13 and two, you'd have to say that Malou will win that. And then Braddon against Foxdale, Braddon again have got good young players in their filter through, but Foxdale have got more experience. I just think Foxdale will just edge that victory.
1: Well, that's all your games for Saturday. Let's move into Sunday and we have two games down in the Canada Life Women's League and they are kicking off at two o'clock. Yeah, Castletown
2: against Peel. Castletown haven't started their season yet. Peel, emphatic victory last week against Douglas Royal, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was 10 or 11 uh, nil. so well done to them and I'm going to go for Peel to win. Onken against uh, Douglas Royal, it should be a win for Douglas Royal, but I know they've lost a couple of players. A couple of players have gone away as well. Onken, um, I know they lost against uh, Malou, but still got some good young players in there but I think uh, Royal will just have the experience to take the victory
1: and then last and certainly not least we have two games in the Masters football yeah great afternoon
2: yeah great to see air back in Rob because uh, they've won this uh, league before and uh, had a bit of a spell out but they're back in there now one or two uh, players have uh, turned 35 but just be careful guys because don't forget if you've played Premier League uh, which is obviously first team uh, you can't play in the Masters the, the following day or the following game if if you haven't had another fixture in that but I think um, Air will be too strong in this one I think they've got some really good players haven't seen their team yet so we'll wait and see how that one goes Onkine against Douglas will be a great battle this one kicks off 3.40 uh, kick off at the bowl again it's both sides first game so I don't know how strong their squads are but I know Tristan Ringan won't be able to play for because he's suspended, um, which he, he's a good player. Uh, so at the moment, don't know where that will go. But let's just go to the cup winners from last season uh, to take victory in that. And that will be Douglas Royal.
1: Well, those are your Manx football fixtures for Saturday and Sunday. Moving on, FC Isle of Man. They'll be hoping to put their recent tough run in the league behind them this weekend when they face Lower Breck in the FA Vars this Saturday. The Manx side will face their fellow NWCFL Premier Division opponents in the second qualifying round of the competition at the bowl at 6pm tomorrow night. Both sides met in the league on the opening day of the season back on the 30th of July and it was Lower Breck who came out on top on that occasion with a hard-fought 1-0 win over the Island outfit despite playing much of the game with nine men. Well, FC of Man have endured a difficult recent run in the league having failed to win in their last six outings and they've lost five of those last six Well, in contrast, Lower Breck have enjoyed a strong run of results recently They've won four of their last five fixtures Whoever emerges winners in tomorrow night's game they'll then move on to the first round proper of the FA Vars which is scheduled to take place on Saturday the 22nd of October FC Isle of Man Versus Lower Breck takes place at the ball this Saturday, kicking off at 6pm. And as ever, we at Manx Radio have got you covered myself. and Mr Meppen across from me will be providing full live match commentary of tomorrow night's game from 6pm on our AM 1368 and digital platforms. We'd love to have you along. Well, Tony, we've got around 90 seconds to two minutes here just to take a look, <laughs> look at it. We've already discussed it on a couple of occasions. It's been a very difficult run of games for FC Isle of Man for a number of reasons. The fact that a cup competition's come around, which route do they go down, FCL of Man here? Do they really try and go all out, just focusing solely on... I'm pretty sure they'd be happy with a win either way, but do they also try and use this as a bit of a platform to maybe work on a couple of things for when they do return to the league to try and get themselves up that table?
2: A little bit different to last year Rob isn't it because uh, they brought the younger players in in the cup competitions um, just to see how they went on and the young players came in and did so well and they won the cup in the end but I think it's a little bit different at the moment they need confidence and with so many sort of players Alex uh, Maitland now is missing he's out for a while he got injured last week And I don't know what uh, Chris and Lee can do because, you know, it was a weird game that when we watched it because, you know, the Isle of Man, I think, scored. They lost uh, and then it went down to nine players. And and rightly so. They were two sending off offences, but the Isle of Man lost the game and it it was just hard to understand how it happened, 11 against nine. And uh, I just feel now that um, something needs to change. It was quite interesting. I listened to Kieran McNulty's interview all about need a bit of luck. You and I covered most of the games last year and they had a bit of luck, but they didn't get promoted and win the cup because of luck. It was just when they needed something special, they got it. And at the moment, they're not getting that. And I think it's really frustrating, not only for the management team, but also for the players.
1: It's a case of being patient, I think, in some cases, just to maybe find that rhythm. It doesn't always happen overnight, does it?
2: No, it doesn't. And uh, quite interesting when you look at sort of 60 goals they're missing out on. Uh, you know, Sean Doyle was 39 and then you've got Dan Simpson with 21 uh, and other players as well. Now Alex Maitland's missing
1: at the back. So Lee Gale and Jack Kamada unavailable as well, uh, two uh, big players Well, that's it. This it's weekend. just a
2: real kick. So you've got Steve Wilkie that can play on that right-hand side. Uh, but Jack Kamada, even though he's a young lad, has done ever so well in that centre midfield. And I just wonder what he'll do at the back. Will it be Sean or um, Jack McVay? I don't know. But it's a task and let's just hope there's a big crowd
1: down there. Absolutely. Well, Tony, thanks very much as ever, and I'll uh, see you in the commentary booth tomorrow. OK, turning now to rugby, and the weekend's action will be focused very much on the Manx sides, taking part in the English leagues this weekend. It's as the domestic Ravenscroft-Manx Shield competition takes a break this time around. Will Douglas remain on the hunt for their first point of their regional 2 Northwest campaign, whilst Vagabonds are on home soil in the county's 3ADM Lank's Cheshire division? Meanwhile a new season begins for Vagabond's ladies and Ramsey will get some much needed preparation for their upcoming Cheshire Bowl competition. As ever I caught up with Dave Christian today to get his thoughts on the weekend's matches.
0: Both of the other men's sides, Douglas and Vagabonds, at home this weekend. Douglas at Portishee, they will take on Vale of Loon and that's a three o'clock kickoff down there. Trying to get a little bit of team consistency together with the squad selections but uh, the squad when it was announced earlier this week uh, gave me a little bit of comfort about that but I'm actually seeing the team news which came out earlier this morning and uh, they've had to make some changes. Front row stays the same, that's always good. Rob Todd and Owen Carvin as the prop forwards with uh, Sean Garland in at hooker. But outside of that, things start to change. We've got uh, Ralph Clark comes into the second row. He's partnering up uh, Sean Garland in there. I see we've got switches in the back row as well. John Duttonal gets a start so good kudos for the youngster there. Liam Kirkpatrick who was thought to be injured, he comes back in at eight. But we've got Ben Kelly coming in at Scrum Half. Guy Wood's been doing well, uh he's at ten but uh, the change in the back line uh, Sam McCord's in in the centres part and uh, youngster Jack Shimon and that's a new centre partnership and we've got new names on the bench as well, I see Stefan De Beers there, he was at Vagabonds a couple of seasons ago so he's obviously made the transfer down the road to Douglas so there are some changes there for Douglas, how they cope with them, um, I'm sure the coaches um, Phil Kringle down there who's the head coach I'm sure Phil is has uh, given them all a good pat on the back and you know, he's got confidence in them but uh, what we find in the English Clubs Championship is that uh, what gives the team the most benefit is consistency of selection and we're starting to see now the cracks appearing in uh, Douglas's squad depth we know we've got Simon Hoddenot out injured. Blake Snell's out injured as well. So there's some of these changes are forced upon them. But uh, I think home advantage, uh, Vale of Loon, I think, have played three. They've managed one win out of their three. They've historically gone OK at port but uh, everything varies from one season to the next. So Douglas got an excellent chance to pick up some points. Up the road at Ballot Fletcher, Vagabonds take on New Brighton. Now, it's only their second game of the season. The league only started last Saturday. And uh, Vagans got a great... Chance here. New Brighton lost last week at Hoylake. Now, Vaggers also lost at Hoy lake earlier on in a pre season friendly, and uh, the result will give them some comfort because I know I've been talking to the Vagabond skipper Matt Rockwell, and Matt tells me that uh, whilst Hoylake were quality and deserved the result on the pre season friendly on the day, he said he didn't think they were particularly special and uh, felt that uh, when the season come properly, they had a fair chance of uh, of pulling off a result against them. Now, if New Brighton lost to them last week, Vaggers going to be happy this week. A couple of changes to the Vaggers team. As I mentioned before, with Douglas, consistency of selection is very important. There's a change in the front row. Jack Kane either not available or or not selected this week. The youngster, Cal Murray, he gets a run. He gets a start. He was only on the bench last week. He's going to start on the wing. And uh, Ollie Swindlehurst is going to come into the second row. Ollie's a big lad. Uh, Whether or not he's got the endurance that will be required for a full 80 minutes, I don't know. But uh, good good, uh, pat on the back for him for getting a, a start. This week, so those changes may just affect the overall composition. But most of the team is pretty much as it was last week. I know they lost last week in their opening game away at Berry, but Berry are fancied for the title. I think Vegas got a great chance, and that's the game we're going to be covering for Saturday Live tomorrow. Kickoff at Bella Fletcher is at one o'clock. Vegas ladies also on the road this weekend, it's their opening match of the season. They're away at Lee. Couple of new names on the team sheet as well, Ella Goodwin-Jones comes in, she gets a start at hookah, last season's hookah, Maisie Murray is going to drop into the second row, but also back into the team, Corinna Daly at number eight, she was injured at the tail end of last season and everybody will be uh, really, really uh, pleased to see her back. Gives them incredible go forward from the back of the scrummage. Great ball carrier, and she hits hard in the tackles as well. Everything you want from a number eight. Corinna's back. I think things are going to go well for Vagabonds. Not sure they're going to pull off on a win away from home, but uh, things will go well for them uh, back here on the Isle of Man, and hopefully we'll be there for Saturday Live to cover their home game. But tomorrow it's away at Lee. It's a 2.15 kickoff for that one. And the final game on the card, just give it a brief mention, is Ramsey are away at Coldy. This is a friendly fixture ahead of the Cheshire Bowl starting next week. Uh, they're playing Coldy's third team, Coldy's first team play. Uh, in the Championship, which is just below the Premiership in Rugby Terminology. So, certainly don't want to be messing with their first team. They're either fully professional or semi-professional players. So, Ramsey away at Coldy Thirds. That's ahead of the Cheshire Bowl. Ramsey got fixtures in that on the 1st and 8th of October. So, this ideal preparation for them. We'll have all those results for you tomorrow afternoon in Saturday Live.
1: Manx Radio Sport. And finally tonight, we turn to hockey and week three awaits of the mixed hockey season on the Isle of Man. While some of the sides across the divisions have been making up good early ground to push ahead, there's still plenty of time left for those behind to claw back valuable points. Well, earlier today, I spoke with Ben Cunningham, who's given his thoughts on this weekend's fixtures. So, week three is getting underway in the Manx hockey mixed season. We have the usual batch of fixtures awaiting, and we'll start with the mixed Premier League, and the early pushback at five past eleven at QE2 is Val. Valkyries B and they host Vikings A. Yep,
3: yeah, Vikings A undefeated so far this season. Valkyries B got their first points of the season last weekend. It'll be a close game. I'm sure Valkyries B will put a strong effort in but Vikings A are going to look the stronger team and I think it'll be a Vikings win
1: and then we have uh, two games of the NSC one after the other one is at half 12 and that is Bakker a against Ramsey this could be an interesting one
3: this could be an interesting one Bakker A undefeated but then Ramsey have not had the start to the season they really wanted Bakker A will definitely want to keep their unbeaten run up but Ramsey A will definitely be wanting to get a win so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out
1: And then the next one, as I mentioned at the NSC, is at five past two pushback, and that is Backers B hosting Valkyries A.
3: Yeah, Backers B got the draw last week with Valkyries B, and it was from the report I got from that game, it sounded a really end-to-end game, and it could have gone either way. Valkyries A had a storming win last week against Ramsey, and they're looking really strong this season, so I think I'll go for a Valkyries win on that one
1: and then at the same time, down south, five past two pushback at Castle Russian, it's Castletown Celts, and they'll welcome Vikings B.
3: Yeah, Vikings B will be hoping that they can match what Vikings A did last weekend and beat Castletown Celts. Castletown Celts narrowly just lost out last week to Vikings A. Uh, The match report I got from the Vikings captain was, it was a really, really strong game of hockey, and it was very well contested, but I think Castletown Celts will definitely look the stronger outfit on the pitch on the day.
1: And in terms of the Premier League, before we move on, if you had to pick out one of the games as maybe one to keep an eye on, which one would you say it would be?
3: I think it's going to be Backers A against Ramsey A. There we
1: go, shortened to the point. Okay, let's, have a, <laughs> let's rattle through the other divisions then. We've got a Mixed Division 1 and 3 games there this weekend.
3: Yep, so the first game in this league is Vikings C against Vikings D, a Vikings derby. This could go either way, both teams very much equally matched. Then we've got at 12.35 at King Williams College, we've got Castletown Southerners against Harlequins A. Harlequins A coming off a very good win last week. Castletown Southerners have started well as well this season. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. And then the final game in this league is at 2.05 at QE2, and that's Falky's C against Backers C.
1: Then we move on to Mixed Division 2, and there's three games there also.
3: Yep, so the early one in this one is at 12.35, and that's Falky's D against Vikings E at Peel. Falky's D have looked very strong as well, shown that they're not going to be easily pushed aside. Vikings E have had a very good start to this season, remain undefeated. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. The next one we've got is at 12.35 again, but this time at Castletown, and that's Castletown Cushacks against Ramsey Ravens. Ramsey Ravens undefeated. Koshaks came out on top in the Cast Town derby last week. So I'll be hoping to keep the uh, winning form up. But Ramsey Ravens have looked very strong. And I did catch a glimpse of them last week. And then the final game in this league, which is at 2.05 at Ramsey. And that's Ramsey Rookies against Cast Town Ramsey Rookies will be looking to definitely get their first points of the season this one, but this one will probably be very close, so in this division, I think that'll be the game of the day.
1: And then three games also in mixed Division 3.
3: Yep, so Harlequins B have a rest week this week. Harlequins C, though, play Cast Town Carracks at 3.35 at the NSC. Backers D welcome Valkyrie's Colts at 3.35 at Peel. And then Castletown Cosney welcome backers Colts at 3.35 at Castletown.
1: And then last but certainly not least, three games in the mixed under-15s.
3: Yep, so we've got a Castletown derby, which is Castletown Sabres against Castletown Sharks at 11.05. Then we have Harlequins against Backers at 11.05 at the NSC. And then the final game in this league is Ramsey Rogues and Rascals v Vikings.
1: Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this evening. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. And just one final reminder, FC Isle of Man will be looking for all the support they can get when they take part in the second qualifying round of the FA Vars tomorrow night against Lower Breck at the Bowl. And if you can't make it to the stadium, we at Manx Radio will have you covered. Manx Radio covering FC Isle of Man versus Lower Breck, kicking off at 6pm on Manx Radio's AM 1368 and digital platforms with full live match commentary. We'd love to have you along. That's all we have time for, so have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend, whatever you're doing. Mike Reynolds is up next, but from me, until next time, it's bye for now.